It's John Vertigan, and welcome to episode three of I Was a Teenage Prize Pig. Jonathan Vertigan from Glen Waverley is on the line. Jonathan Vertigan from Glen Waverley. Jonathan Vertigan of Glen Waverley. You got 50 bucks, John. Jonathan Vertigan, Jonathan Vertigan. Jonathan Vertigan. G'day, John. It's 1988 in Melbourne. I was a 14-year-old boy who had nothing better to do with my time than annoy radio hosts by winning prizes from them on air. I recently found the audio on cassettes in a box in my shed. I recorded my radio winnings back in the day because I was a sad, sad little man. The idea of this podcast is to play the audio, then track down the host so I can formally apologise to them some 30-plus years later. And boy, oh boy, I really, really need to apologise heavily to this guy I'll have on the pod this week. We had Kevin Hillier on episode one, who was at the Fox at the time. John Peters on episode two, who was on E.ON and Triple M. This week, we flick over to the AM band. 3XY was Melbourne's hot hit radio station in the 70s and 80s. It was like a religion. Hot hits, the XY Zoo, Rocktober, all born on 1422 3XY. So was Chart Attack. Chart Attack was a contest that Craig Huggins started on 3XY Nights. The rules of Chart Attack were you had to have your current 3XY chart, which I religiously collected each week from Brashes, Then, if you got through, you'd name as many albums from that chart as you could in 10 seconds by album, title and artist. The albums you named, you won. Craig had just left 3XY to go to E.ON, and a lovely fellow by the name of Dave Ferguson had taken over. I'd been trying for months to get on Chart Attack, and one night, I did. 3XY 1422, there's Robert Palmer, who's simply irresistible. Jonathan Vertican from Glen Waverley's on the phone tonight. And John went back to school today. How was it, John? Oh, pretty average. A bit mm, bit boring, but still, I've got to go back sometime. That's right. You loaded down with homework first day back, were you? Oh, not much, but just a bit. That's good. Well, at least they've given you the opportunity to uh, take a few minutes off to play Chart Attack with us tonight and give you 10 seconds to name as many as you can. You okay. ready, John? Yep. Your time starts now. Good morning, Vietnam. Central Web with me, Sonoma Emergency. How long could it touch the W? Push boss, and if you need somebody... Hang on, John. Hang on. Now, listen, you're, going, you're going to, just going too fast. We can't understand a word you're saying. Okay. So if you could just pull it back a little bit. I know you're trying to squeeze in as many as you can into the 10 seconds, but we really need to be unable to understand every word clearly. Okay, I'll start so again. We'll give you another 10 seconds. You right. ready? Your time starts now. Good morning, Vietnam Soundtrack. Well, we mix it on our interested in the hardline cottage terrorist friend Dubby. Push boss, when even need somebody with Cassidy kicking excess, tells the city what wrongs. Actually, pet shop boys, Tiffany, Tiffany, Lap, Luxury, Cheap, Chick, Monson, LRB. Hang on, John. Now let's check your tally. Okay. Uh, quite a good tally, I think, too, John. Um, about 11 albums is what you've uh, come out with from uh, playing Chart Attack for Rage Without Alcohol tonight on 3XY. Dave Ferguson. I'll be. 33 years. Down the track, I would like to formally start by apologising for being a teenage prize pig on your radio program on 3XY. Uh, no apology necessary, Jonathan, as I knew you. Um, uh, the, the pleasure was all mine, mate. It was fantastic to have a consistent listener. It was before the days of caller ID and we couldn't screen calls like we do today. So it was kind of a, a bit of potluck. And I have some audio to play for you a, a little later on in the podcast where uh, 
you can really hear in your voice that you were becoming a little a little tired of the, this little shit from Glenn Waverley that that continued to get through. Let's go back to 3XY uh, in the 80s. So you spent three years in country radio and you got a gig at Melbourne's biggest radio station in 1986. Tell me about that. Well, you know, um, like you said in your introduction, 3XY was a doyen uh, of a radio station. It was, uh, you aptly put it, as a, as a religion um, and growing up in Melbourne through the 1970s, um, if you aspired to work on radio, you aspired to work at, at 3XY because it was the pinnacle of radio in Melbourne. Um, in terms of ratings, um, uh, you know, a phenomenon. Um, and, and luckily enough, uh, I got uh, to uh, know Mike O'Loughlin, who was uh, based in Bendigo before I got the job. And uh, he was known as Super Jock, of course, in 3XY. He was a legend, a legendary Melbourne radio announcer, Mike O'Loughlin, as Super Jock on 3XY. And here he is in Bendigo and uh, gave me the opportunity to get to know him well. But uh, he he took me under his wing and uh, uh, mentored me, for want of a better description. And there, lo and behold, on my 21st birthday, uh, I did my first shift... At three XY, which was my whole goal in life, um, uh, yeah, I floundered somewhat after that. <laughs> Not at all. The uh, yeah, so you were the station floater for for quite a few years, and then Craig Huggins was on nights and and made the move, and you slotted into that night role. Yeah, I, I, I can remember doing years of, of six-hour midnight to dawn. So, you know, from midnight to 6 a.m., um, uh, five or six days a week, it was just relentless and, and taught me some great disciplines about radio. And, um, I mean, when you're an aspiring radio announcer, you, you, it's not work, it's fun. Mm. Um, so you don't mind doing that. It kind it kind of becomes just um, it's it's kind of just what you like to do. You it's, you it's, would pay them to be there. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a game. Mm. I mean, I began uh, when I wanted to be a radio announcer. I started off in as many of us do, um, sadly, in in my own bedroom um, after school, <laughs> um, you know, playing in inverted commas. Radio stations, yeah, and you'd have a couple of turntables and a cassette deck with the you know, commercials on it. Gee, that's and pretty flash. A couple of turntables, whiz. <laughs> <laughs> but you would mimic what you heard on the air yeah. um, uh, stylistically, and and just do it over and over and over again. And this repetition gave you. Uh, it must pay off if you do something long enough. Uh, generally, you know, you sort of get some level of skill, I suppose, in the end. And um, and and that is undoubtedly uh, sort of what what led me to um, the radio studio. Ultimately, I suppose. Four Eleven King Street. I, I remember the excitement of catching the train from Glen Waverley to Flagstaff Station and and coming to collect a prize. The studios were behind reception. And some days the curtain would be open and I could see the announcer on air. And that was just such a thrill because, you know, there was no internet. We didn't know what the announcers looked like. So I I vividly remember looking forward to uh, going and and picking up a prize in the hope that that curtain would be open. Part of the biggest thrill about arriving at 3XY was the building itself. Um, It was built as uh, a radio station from the ground up. Uh, in King Street, in central Melbourne, you looked across to the Flagstaff Gardens, uh, 
Um, it had tinted glass at the front and, yeah. like you said, that, that beautiful curtain which could be rolled back to reveal a, a couple of on-air studios on each side of reception. And, and just to find myself inside that uh, purpose-built radio station looking out at King Street it gave you the most wonderful feeling of being a part of Melbourne. Incredible. Albums, vinyl albums were the currency of choice at 3XY. The Music Guarantee was the feature album of the week and uh, you'd have a copy each hour to give away. It, it certainly helped bolster my collection. 3XY Stereo and the Hippos Dark Age at 5 past 10. Jonathan Vertigan of Glen Waverley's now added Appetite for Destruction to his album list. It's uh, the Guns N' Roses album we're giving you the chance to win this week. 3XY's Music Guarantee, the album Melissa Etheridge. And uh, hi to Jonathan Vertigan who just got through. How are you, John? Not bad, thanks, Dave. How are you? I'm very, very well indeed. You've had a good cup day, have you? Yeah, had a great cup day. Unfortunately, I didn't back Empire Rose. No. I'm in the same boat there, and unfortunately, I didn't back a thing. Yeah, neither did I, actually. Okay, well, you've won yourself a, a copy of Melissa Etheridge's uh, album, which is great. 3XY, hello. Hey, Dave, I'm ringing up at the um, soundtrack of Cocktail. Yeah, the Cocktail movie soundtrack. Don't tell me, uh, Jonathan Vertigan. You've got it in one day. <laughs> well, I'm learning your, your, the, to recognise your voice slowly, anyway. That's right. Yeah, how are you tonight? Thank you. That's the way, John. Well, congratulations on winning yourself a copy of the Cocktail Movie soundtrack. Yeah, look, there had to be some eye-rolling beginning there, didn't it? Uh, it, it? It was kind of like listening back to that, and this is the first time I've, I've had the benefit of hearing these grabs, John, but uh, listening back, I was... Was I making out that you're a different Jonathan Vertigan every night? I mean, <laughs> it, does, it, it doesn't seem to be coming through clearly that, you know, you were the same. I, I, why did I not make more of that at the time? Anyway, things in hindsight. We're into 1989 now, so 3XY, as we knew it was coming to an end, the simulcast with Bay FM was near. You were on nights. What I'm most apologetic about is what you're about to hear. Do you remember Fergie's Babble Scrabble? Yeah. <laughs> Um, only very vaguely. Um, I, I, I've got to honestly say I, I've tried to rack my brain and remember the mechanics of it. No. Can you fill me in? It was a, a contest designed to play each hour from 8 until midnight when you were on. And uh, I, I guess now from having been in, in radio for a number of years myself, I can see that you really wanted that Scrabble game to go on all night. And you'd probably be a bit pissed off if it got one in the first hour. And it's all about maintaining audience. It's about maintaining audience and having something to do each hour for the night on the air. Um, okay, I'm going to play you some some babble scrabble. P and a D and an A. If you've been following the clues tonight in our game of Babble Scrabble, you'll know that we're looking for the name of a movie and we're playing uh, to win tonight an itty bitty book light, books from Penguin and a box of Cadbury's chocolates too. John from Glen Waverley's returned again. Good evening, John. Hey, Dave. How are you? Are you okay this hour, are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thanks. Okay, what's your suggestion for us? Uh, would it be a hard day's night? A hard day's night? Yeah. The old Beatles number. The old Beatles number. And, of course, it was a movie too, wasn't it? It was. Back in 1964. Yep. What, the uh, letters all fit, do they? They certainly do. Guess what, Jono? That's one. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you very much, Dave. Jonathan Vertigan of Glen Waverley's just uh, 
just get, given us the uh, correct answer. Hard Day's Night was, of course, the film in question. Let me play you the uh, the movie's title track here, Jonathan, and uh, I hope you look forward to reading your books from Penguin. Oh, I will. Thanks a lot for that, Bergie. With your itty-bitty book light and box of Cadbury's chocolates, too. Yep, okay. Ah, the itty-bitty book light. <laughs> and a box of chocolates, mate. It's a wonder you're not the size of ten men. <laughs> Our next call is John. Hi, John. Hi, Fergie. How was your weekend? Oh, mine was fine. You had a pretty good one too, I bet. Yeah, it was great. Managed to win anything over the weekend? Nah, didn't manage that. Oh, it must have been, uh, it must have been a rarity. Must have been a rarity. <laughs> John of Glen Waverley, what can you come up tonight and babble scrabble with? A uh, little river band. Yes, no, we've just had a little river band, John. Oh, that's a bit of bad luck. Sorry about that. No worries. Never mind. Try again next hour, okay. as, I'm, as I'm sure you will. <laughs> Bye, Johnny. Bye-bye. He's uh, one where I did get it in the first hour. John from Glen Waverley has appeared first tonight in Babble Scrabble. Hi, John. G'day, Dave. And uh, tonight you're searching for the name of a cartoon character. Do you think you know who it is? Maybe, Dave. I'll try Wilma Flintstone. Wilma Flintstone? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Say someone else, please, John. Oh, you're kidding. Is that right? Ah, <sighs> oh, dear. Oh, no. <laughs> No. Oh. No, I'm not. Congratulations, Jonathan. Dave, I don't believe it. it was... Yes, uh, I bet the rest of Melbourne can't believe it either. Well done. Congratulations. Now, tonight, John, you've won an excellent prize. Yeah. Let me tell you about it. It's a, it's a three-month gym and aerobics membership, including complimentary assessment and fitness program for you from Box Hill Squash Bowl and Swim. Oh, that is fantastic. Thanks a lot, Fergie. So, are you fit? Oh, Oh, well, I'll be fit now. You I'll will, won't you? won't you ever? Yeah. Well, uh, I'm afraid that it's been won already, and congratulations for doing it. Well done, John. Thanks a lot, Dave. So sorry. I'm really, really, <laughs> really sorry. Um, uh, you know, to fill you in on the the, um, the, the studio layout, um, you know, it was a push button. I think the phones came up on a, on a push button, a line of push. There might have been ten lines in, mm. I, I think, from memory. Uh, and they would flash when they were ringing. So, do you remember? Uh, I mean, do, you, do you remember the contest line number? Uh, can you? Yeah, <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> double what one, double one five one five. Oh, well done. Yeah, and the fox was double one five oh five. Oh wow! Mm. Uh, yeah, and um, I mean, we—I uh, I would have been grateful to get any call. So, um, um, your first skill was that you just managed to get through at the right time, time and time and time again. But then you—you you, you were able to back it up with knowledge and 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 as I've heard in in previous incarnations of this podcast, uh, your ability to you know be happy and enthusiastic was all we wanted to hear. John from Glent Waverley is uh, the next caller. We'll take this out. Hi, John. Hey, Dave. Have you been? Oh, I'm really good, thanks. Over the last you? couple of days? Good. Actually, I was thinking about uh, starting up the show tonight by saying good evening and uh, and welcome to the Jonathan Vertigan radio show. I'm Dave Ferguson and now here's the star of the show, Jonathan Vertigan. Uh, but I, uh, I decided against it. Anyway, we got it in anyway and you've made it along tonight. John, what do you think the name of this song is? Uh, would it be Rock and Roll Music by Mental as Anything? No, of course it could have been the Beatles, couldn't it, too? Could have been, yeah. Yes, but it's uh, it's not rock and roll music. Okay, then. Mm, have a good you, weekend. You've missed it. Oh, that's a surprise. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, John. It's a first. It's a first. Uh, one more from the Babble Scrabble archive, and it was, well, I think this was in the 8 o'clock hour as well. 
And you're trying to identify the name of an Australian sportsperson tonight in the game. And I've given you three so far, three letters, A, E, and U, John of Glen Waverley's. Back again. Hi, John. G'day, Dave. What is the name of this Australian sportsperson? I've been hoping and hoping and hoping it's Margaret Court. How do you do that? Is that right? How do you do it, mate? I don't know. I don't know either. Congratulations. Oh, thanks a lot. I had a whole lot more to tell you about Margaret Court. Oh. And I hadn't even told you it was a female Australian sports person. That's amazing. A sportswoman. Yeah, a retired Australian sports person who, uh, of course, won the Grand Slam in tennis back in 1970. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so congratulations, mate. You've won yourself that Lombard's The Paper People Party Pack, and your next party will be anything but a smash, but oh, it'll certainly be a clean affair. <laughs> thanks a lot, Dave. No problems. Thanks for playing Babble Scrabble and winning it tonight, thanks, John. Thank you. I should have... I should have kept my vows to myself for a bit longer, I think. <laughs> I must have enjoyed the Lombards, the Party People paper pack, uh, the Box Hill Swimming and Fitness and the helped work off the, the box of chockies. You were, you were very, very good. Can you remember Can you remember um, using any of those? No, no. I, I, I honestly do not remember. Oh, I think I remember the Itty Bitty Book Light. But um, yeah. <laughs> anyway... I was working at 3SR in Shepparton in 1997 and we had Dangerous Dave Williams on air on Sun FM and I would uh, flick between him and the Fergie and Co breakfast show on 3BO FM in Bendigo and I thought, Fergie, that voice is very familiar. That's that poor bastard. I used to ring on 3XY. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that was that was quite a successful uh, show. So 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 from three XY, where, yeah. where where did you go? Uh, I got rung up on the air one night, um, uh, and they say it happens, but you know I, I can't believe it happened in hindsight because I've never heard of it happening really. But but uh, the the program manager at the time uh, of three GL in Geelong uh, rang up on the contest line. And um, he introduced himself and, and, and we had a chat and uh, he offered me the opportunity because I was still working at night. I mean, I'd been working at night for years mm. and I was sick to death of working at night and was looking to further my career and perhaps, you know, become a, a regular daylight sort of person. And uh, he, so he offered me the chance to come down to 3GL in Geelong and become assistant program manager and do, I think, afternoons or something like that, which I, I jumped at. Did you know uh, then that 3GL was about to convert to FM and become K-Rock? Well, I can't remember whether I, that was part of the, the motivation to go there at the time, but uh, certainly I knew that 3XY, you know, which had turned into XY Easy Rock, was, was in its sort of final incarnation and, mm. and things seemed to be... Uh, not on you know, going forward, really, um, in any sense of worth hanging around for. Yeah. So 3GL slash K-Rock and uh, mm. you went to Sydney, uh, Adelaide, back to Melbourne for a few years, panelling footy for Triple M and, and 3AW, and you've been back in Geelong since 2017. You found love in radio, uh, Lisa Millard, Millie. How did you, uh, where, whereabouts did uh, this relationship begin? Millie and I worked together uh, as announcers in Bendigo uh, the first time I was there. So it was um, very, you know, 83 or something like that. And uh, I think she arrived 
uh, at around that time, um, and we all got, always got on famously. But uh, I was married uh, to someone else, and um, and uh, as time went on, that that marriage unfortunately uh, came to an end, and. Um, uh, it was in the late 1990s before we rekindled our friendship. Um, uh, Mill had moved uh, away, was working, I think, Darwin and Wollongong, and, and, but we remained friends, kept in touch, uh, and, uh, and just things went from strength to strength and we um, decided to move in together in, in the year 2000, I think I moved to Sydney. You've just celebrated your uh, 20th Wedding anniversary, so congratulations. Yeah, Thank yeah. you very much. Oh, that's uh, wonderful. And uh, she does a terrific job on Bay 93.9 Breakfast. Uh, so what, what shift are you doing on the station now? I just do uh, Saturday mornings. Um, I, it's a real estate-based show, funnily enough, um, which I did not know terribly much about, i got to say, uh, in all honesty. When they first gave me the position of, uh, about four years ago, I suppose, it, uh, there wasn't a lot of structure to the of the show, um, the Bay Property Guide, it's called. Um, we have a revolving roster of real estate agents from a couple of companies that come in, um, and they're the you know give the expert advice. Uh, I'm just there to weave in the uh, the music and uh, put the callers on, and um, and 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 it's amazing what I've learnt um, over the journey uh, about real estate. Uh, you can't help but I suppose in that circumstance, and um, we bought. Uh, a home here now in Geelong. Um, I think largely because of what I've learnt you know, through just uh, working on the Bay Property Guide and uh, very happy. It's turned turned out really well. And you filled in uh, not too long ago uh, on Brecky with Millie. What's that like uh, doing a, a breakfast show with your missus? Well, that was... <laughs> you should have heard the off air. <laughs> wow. We had some doozies. And in fact, we spent. Um, uh, we we uh, got the indication that we were going to be able to do this breakfast show together, uh, just as Mill went on her, her Christmas holiday break. Uh, so she was off the air for about three weeks, and and I think I I, I just chewed her ear off here at home, um, with ideas about what we could do. And uh, the poor poor thing, Mill got no Christmas break whatsoever because I was just in her face. Um, with suggestions about oh this and that and the other thing and this is oh why don't we try this and here oh here's a contest idea or oh, let's do a quiz along these lines and I d- didn't shut up so um, it, it it was um, it, look it was great we I we really enjoyed the opportunity to work together uh, it's it's a rare circumstance where you you get uh, the opportunity to work with your your real life partner in an on air sense and she's brilliant I mean I'm just in awe of um, of Mill's ability. Mill's ability to be funny is just uh, astounding. Uh, not a day goes by, John, when I don't uh, laugh uh, hilariously at what she does and what she says uh, around at home. Uh, she's a pleasure to have in my life. I'm a very lucky man. So good. Dave Ferguson, thank you for being on the podcast. I was a teenage prize pig. I hadn't spoken to you since... 1989, and uh, there, look, there were a number of times when I was in Shepparton and listening to you on 3BO Breakfast thinking, oh, I should ring him up and say hello, but I think, oh, no, he probably hates me after what I did to him back at 3XY. <laughs> so it was lovely to uh, to finally uh, speak with you after, what's that, 30, 32 years? Yeah, it's great to see you, John, in uh, um, every sense I mean it. I'm very grateful to... Um, 
to uh, hear what you've played me on the on the podcast today is just uh, it's a blast from the past. A little trip down sense. memory lane. Good on you, Thank mate. You. Congratulations on a great career, and uh, we won't leave it so long before we uh, chat again and perhaps have a beer. Let's not. Well done. Easy rock out, old rock. Fourteen twenty-two three XY. There's Harson, the track that uh, gave you the chance to win the last copy of Madame Suzaska. Roadshow home video for this weekend, and you'll never guess who's just won it. You'll never guess. And also in that set, Robert Palmer's She Makes My Day. But uh, speak of alone, I'm just about to leave you, but I won't leave you alone. I'll leave you with David Gibney after six tonight. He'll be playing you some great music, new music from Metal as Anything. Elton John, Fleetwood Mac and uh, plenty more all coming up after six tonight as Dave Gibney takes you through a Sunday evening's easy rock here. Jonathan Vertigan won the video. Congratulations, John. Thanks to Fergie for being on the podcast this week. If you're wanting to get into radio and you've somehow stumbled across this podcast, there are plenty of informative and probably more educational podcasts about that could help you along your way. Leroy Brown's Airheads podcast is excellent. Dave Ferguson mentioned his time in Bendigo. That's where Leroy is at the moment as content director and his side hustle is Airheads, the podcast. Give it a listen. That's a good one. If you're enjoying my one, though, please hit subscribe, give it five stars, tell some friends and reach out to me. Maybe you were a teenage prize pig. Slide into my DMs, Instagram, at John Vertigan. No H in John, at J-O-N-V-E-R-T-I-G-A-N. Thanks for joining me. See you next week. Here I was a teenage prize pig, baby. Here I was a teenage prize pig, baby.